I'm Bruce Worson, pastor of His Place Community Church. The following message came from a Sunday morning right here at His Place. Ever play with a kid had a dirty diaper? You've done that before, right? Uh, You don't love them any less, but it sure throws a damper on things. You know, I smell a smell, small bear. We got something we got to take care of. Well, we are learning to pray the LPG way, which stands for, say it with me, the Lord's Prayer Guide, which directs us to daily adore our dad, then revere our creator, discuss our hallowing, that's our obedience and our trust, kneel to our king to plan the advance of his kingdom, pray for willpower to do his will by his power, and then as we saw last Sunday, ask for our daily dough, not too much of the stuff that distracts us and not too little of the true bread that sustains us. And on the heels of our daily bread, we say, are we having a technical difficulty? Not sure. <laughs> okay, well, I'm happy. I got, we got new technology this morning, so I have some control up here. So I'm fine with whatever, however it's working, I'm good to go. On the hills of our daily bread, we now say, forgive us our debts. Let's say it, say it with me. And forgive us our debts. This, a lot of believers have problems with this line and, and figuring out what Jesus forgave on the cross and what we go to him with daily and, and all. So we're going to talk about it this morning. Shar and I, my wife, now have five grandsons. I love this picture. They call her Gigi, and uh, my daughter-in-law made these shirts where she has the Gigi half, and then they all have I love Gigi half. They can, she can hold them and make a heart. We have Walt. We have Buster. Uh, we, <laughs> I'm trying to get them in a numerical order. Walt, Buster, Hardy, Otis, Stanley. Five grandsons. Now, and so, you know what our house has an abundance of? Love. Love and dirty diapers. And the two can go together. Last Sunday, we saw how the Father gave us birth by the word of truth. And how the prophets picture Christ giving birth to the church on the cross. We went through a whole bunch of scriptures. Here's just a couple. Uh, The Lord says, I will cry out like a woman in labor. I will gasp and pant. And then Jeremiah says, he hears that woman. He says, it's a woman in labor, gasping for breath, stretching out her hands and saying, alas, my life is given over to murderers. I just, this is such an incredible picture. We saw how the true bread of God that comes down from heaven, it not only represents Jesus' body broken and blood poured out on the cross, but also what we call the um, biblical cord. The connection from heaven through his living word. John writes, the true bread, quoting Jesus, the true bread, the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. And Jesus says, I am 
the bread of life. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood remains in me, like a child in the womb. And see, this is where people have a problem, because like, I get his broken body like bread and blood spilled like wine on the cross, but why do I eat it and drink it? Because there's another aspect, and that's that um, biblical cord. My, those who, uh, who eat my flesh, drink my blood, remain in me, like a baby in the womb, and I in them, like a umbilical cord. The words I have spoken to you are spirit and they are life. And so we need to look at them this way. Now, I found something this week that I am so excited to add on to this. I was tripping through looking for it, not even looking for this. I went, oh my goodness, I want to add what Ezekiel wrote in God's word to God's chosen people. He said, your mother was like a vine in your bloodline, boy, if this isn't the umbilical cord, your mother was like a vine in your bloodline, fruitful and full of branches. And then, of course, Jesus comes along and says, I am the true vine. I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me like a baby in the womb, and I in him bears much fruit. It's like a mother whose life is inside the child, even as the child is inside her womb. Okay, so we're going to talk about our daily debts. Got to start with this. When you were dead in your trespasses, he made you alive. We call it reborn, rebirth. We're reborn in Christ. So like a reborn baby, he made you alive together with Jesus, having forgiven us all our transgressions. And I want you to notice that, having forgiven us all our transgressions. That's uh, past, present, future. That's everything covered having canceled out the certificate of debt completely, having nailed it to the cross when they nailed him to the cross. And so we got this daily debt that we ask forgiveness for. And so I'll ask, what, what daily debt does every new life owe its loving creator? Love, love in return, pure, unadulterated love. And so we're told, be imitators of God, Father God, our Father. Therefore, as dearly loved children, and live a life of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as, as a fragrant offering. And nothing seems quite as fragrant as a freshly washed and powdered baby. They're just wonderful because in that moment that that new baby smell is like pure love they smell like love conversely nothing is quite as off-putting maybe more so for dads than moms quite as pungent as the reason that that same precious baby needed their debt wiped clean and a few months ago, we talked about living debt-free in regard to sin. And I said that a weight is lifted when a debt is paid. Well, same goes for a diaper that's been changed. Definitely a weight is lifted. You see, whenever we buy into any kind of a lie uh, that we can walk, we talked about this a little bit, that we can walk in our Father's blessings without following his warnings, then we quickly rack up and pack on a debt load with dad. Just like what we saw last Sunday, we saw what happened when his chosen children took advantage of his grace 
and made a mess of dad's daily manna bread. What happened? Well, it bred worms and stank. It stank. So today we're dealing with the debt we pile up with our disobedience, and that's our disobedient stankies that we need to take to dad on a daily basis. Because here's the thing. We start each day owing our father 100% of our heart, pure, unadulterated love. And then during the course of a day, if we hold something back, well, then we owe him something else. Know what it is? You know what we owe? Unconfessed sin. Because he wants to restore us back to that 100% pure love. That's how he wipes our slate clean. What's the first thing you check uh, when a baby wakes up in the morning? The diaper, right? Why? Because there's usually, usually some cleansing that needs, uh, needs to occur right then and there. Well, baby, as God's spiritually reborn children, it's up to us to check our own alone with dad. Because, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, and especially if you're thinking this is kind of a gross analogy, but didn't Jesus compare the mess we make with our heart and our mouth to the mess we make, you know, on the other end? Except, of course, Jesus said that our heart and mouth mess is much worse, right? Look, at. he said, are you, to his own disciples, are you still so dull, Jesus asked them, don't you see that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and then out of the body? But the things that come out of a person's mouth, oh, come from the heart. And these defile. And so, when we get to this line in the Lord's Prayer Guide, we pray, forgive us our debts. Forgive us whatever, whatever debts we've carried over till morning. Sometimes in the light of a new day, it just helps you think clearly about the things that came out of your mouth and your heart the day before. And so we pray, forgive us our debts. And then we pause and sniff to get a good whiff of what, of what came out of our heart and our mouth since the last time we met with dad. And then we personalize this portion by confessing anything that doesn't pass the smell test. So in that moment, be sincere and keep it simple. Complete, but concise. Nobody wants to linger over that. All you have to do is just let, just let dad see the mess. Whatever, whatever the mess is that you've made. And then let him do... What only he can do and what he does best, cleansing, cleansing us and changing us. Because sin leaves a stain that only the Lord can wipe away. As King David cried out after his messy affair, wipe away my wrongdoings according to your great compassion. Wash me completely clean of my guilt. Purify me from my sin. And the Lord says, well, you know what? You burden me down with your terrible sins. But I wipe away your sins because of who I am 
And so I will forget the wrongs that you have done. He not only wipes away our sin, he then wipes away his memory bank. Doesn't, I, I should add on here, he doesn't wipe away the consequences of, of our sin. No, every kid needs, we need those in order to grow. Can't grow without those. But the wedge that it would otherwise drive between us and our dad, that's gone. Wipes that out. And it makes sense. I mean, how long do you think about the dirty diaper you tossed in the bin if, if the answer isn't not very long, then something's seriously wrong. Imagine getting to heaven and trying to dredge up some old sins, you know, that you still feel guilty about. Something that you've, that you've confessed, something that he's cleansed, but you get before him and it's like, oh, I, 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 we need to talk about this. I think he'd just cut you off and say something like, you, you seriously want to dig those out of the trash? Why would, we, why would we take those out? I threw them away. They're gone. And so it's like a debt that's been paid. Or a diaper that's been tossed. Our sin and shame is only a thing till it's clean. And then, like Johnson's baby magic, it's gone. It doesn't exist. And we're restored to our former fragrant offering of 100% pure love. That can happen every morning. Why wouldn't we want that to happen every morning? So let's be quick to you know, recognize and then acknowledge and then confess all your filth, all my filth, all of it, all of it. Because once that baby's been refreshed, renewed, and recovered, the rotten is forgotten. And our focus is on the fragrant offering, even though we totally know it's only a matter of time till it's fecal matter time. That's part of being parents, right? Now, I also want to say this. This line in the LPG, forgive us our debts. This is not referring to that initial debt of sin that Jesus nailed to the cross to save us, unite us with our Father, forgive us once for all, for everything. When we pray, forgive us our debts each day, we're not going back to that. That covered it. The price was paid once for all our transgressions. And because of this, and praise the Father, because of this, our daily debt load, like dirty diapers, just does not affect our standing with the Father as his children. It doesn't affect our salvation. It doesn't affect our relationship with our dad. Because by one sacrifice, he has made perfect forever. His kids, perfect kids. We're talking about those who've, who've uh, received salvation uh, by grace through faith in what Jesus Christ did. And so by one sacrifice, he's made you perfect forever. Forever, those who are, of course, being made holy. Love this verse. Everyone should memorize this verse. Being made holy. Think of it like spiritual potty training with each one of your sins. In the meantime, before that potty training takes, in spite of our mess, he's still our dad. 
You've played with a kid with a dirty diaper. It's just, it's the same thing. It's just, he's just momentarily hindered by the result of unconfessed septic tanks of stanks, which, which is the loss of closeness. And of course, pleasantness. And then harmony. And his ability to bless. But this is when dad is ready to spring into action. Because our, our messes don't ruin our relationship. But they sure hamper our fellowship. <laughs> Who wants to play with that kid? Oh my, talk about a wet blanket on that parade. Just, but just as our reborn relationship is established the moment we repent and receive it, in the same way, our hampered fellowship is restored and forgotten the moment we confess it. So confess your mess so our dad can bless. Say that with me, please. Confess your mess so our dad can bless. If you're a genuine child of God, you can't soil yourself without feeling a little shame. And it's going to be there, and that's okay. And that's the fact that it's good. It's what drives us to grow, and it's what drives us uh, to the only one who can relieve it. But sadly, many try to repress it rationalize it or just run from it. They don't want to, they want to face it. But you ever see a toddler trying? I know you have. You ever see a toddler trying to keep their distance, trying to play it off as though they haven't just packed their pampers like an overstuffed steamer trunk? They just, they got that look on their face. Discomfort is our warning that something needs attending. So don't be a baby. Just follow your nose. Dad already knows. And he's ready with the hose. <laughs> because you carry that load too long. <laughs> and discomfort becomes distress. And in the end, you'll be in the red. <laughs> with a rash of problems from trying to... Oh, it just gets better and better. We're talking about your debt now of sin, because in the end, you'll be in the red with a rash of problems from trying to ignore the obvious skunk in your trunk. <laughs> oh, I swear. Writing this thing, just every line became a pun. I, I, unintentional, I'd write, and then I'd just start laughing. So let dad lift your sagging spirit. <laughs> oh my. Because the guilt and shame that taxes our heart can only be lightened when we live duty free. <laughs> oh, and if you do that, if you, if you live duty free, you come to dad daily. It's you get up in the morning. It's a fresh start. Let's be fresh and pure. Check the diaper. How, what, what's come out of your mouth and your heart? Take it to dad. It's already been covered on the cross. So let him restore you to 100% purity. But what happens if you do that? You still struggle to feel forgiven. Well, then keep in mind that our dad designed parenting to help us understand his heart. 
That's the whole purpose. And so just with that, let alone the, the mountain of scriptures, but just with that, we can know that he wipes away our stankies the way a perfect parent would, which is immediately and completely and freely and repeatedly. I mean, you can just keep going lovingly. Then you've got to hug the kid after you powder them and they're all fresh. But, you know, you're just like, ah, oh, you never smelled so good because you never smelled so bad. <laughs> But he does all of this with his eyes on the prize of changing us for good with each one of those sins. With each one, we're in the process of being made holy. Maturing, complete, wholeness. So he expects a little effort on our end. Because a diaper isn't supposed to be forever. Every parent knows what they sign up for. Dirty diapers. But they also look forward to that blessed day the potty training takes we celebrate that day, right? We celebrate that day. And you know that he appeared to take away sins. That's why he came. And in him, there is no sin. Where am I at? And in him, there is no sin. No one who abides in him keeps on sinning. You know, like with zero growth or godly sorrow, I'm just going to keep doing it over and over. And no one who keeps on sinning, you know, with no thought of ever being changed, has either seen him, you know, as their father, or known him, you know, as the changer. Little children, let no one deceive you. These things, it doesn't happen overnight, overcoming our sin. That potty training taking. But that's what we aim for. <laughs> I don't even mean that to be a pun. But it's what we aim for. Uh, now, if you seem to be stuck in a specific cycle of sin, and it's like, man, this thing's just got me, and I just keep coming back to it, that could really you know, weigh on us. And then all of a sudden, we, even though your heart wants out and your mouth cries out, it's like, oh, I just, I'm stuck, and I just, and then you start doubting his love and his forgiveness. Here's the thing. Don't doubt dad's forgiveness. Just recognize your role in pursuing change. Oh, my good, you just couldn't make a stanky big enough that's going to make your parents not love you anymore. But we do need to recognize our role in pursuing the potty training. Take steps. Get help. Hold yourself accountable. Chart your progress. This is huge. Chart your progress and rejoice daily, get this now, with dad over every incremental victory. Don't beat yourself up because you haven't completely cut. Look for the steps. Progress. Progress is not defined by points of failure, but periods of victory. Progress. Progress, And as those periods of victory grow, and they get longer, and you grow more godly, one day the potty training just takes. Just takes. And it's your new frame of mind. It just seems so natural now. We do that with each one of our sins. You ever wrestle with weird feelings of being undeserving of dad's forgiveness? Boy, that lie can start a downward spiral. Because you see, we, 
when we're, when we're thinking that way. Like I don't feel deserving. Then, then all of a sudden we, we, uh, we don't want to feel disgusting in dad's eyes. So we begin to hide our sin from ourselves. And then when we do that, that bad that we're feeling, that's just the built-in alarm of living a lie. John writes, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, right? And the truth is not in us until we admit it. Now, if we confess our sins, oh, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins, to cleanse us from all unrighteousness because he already nailed it to the cross. So we can only feel forgiven when we know that we know that dad knows all our sin, all our sin. Might help to remember that God's hand-chosen children were stubborn in their sin. Nehemiah writes, they refused to obey, they just refused to obey. And they were not mindful of your wonders. In fact, uh, oh, that you did among them. In fact, in their rebellion, they appointed a leader to return to their bondage. But you are God, ready to pardon, gracious and merciful, slow to anger, abundant in kindness, and boy, you did not forsake them. You ever been so overwhelmed by the filth of your own sin that you can't imagine our perfect father wanting to embrace you again? Well, you ever had a diaper so bad you just had to stick the kid in the tub? How did it affect your love? Because if it did, if that affected your love in any negative way whatsoever, you're nothing like our father. He never tires of cleansing sin, and that is not because he's indifferent or undisturbed by it. That's because for this purpose, the Son of God was manifested. That's the whole reason he came. That he might destroy the works of the devil. Because our dad designed us with free will that he knows and knew needs to be patiently nurtured and trained. Because he's determined to have a family and specifically to have you in it. He's made you perfect forever if you've received his salvation. Now he's working on making you holy. So get in the tub if that's what it takes, but don't doubt his love. And don't doubt his forgiveness. The Lord, the Holy One of Israel, saves you. And he says, and I quote, I am the one who wipes away all your sins. I do this to please myself. Boy, hear that line. Hear that line. I'm the one who wipes away all your sins. I do this to please myself. I will not remember your sins, but you should remember me. Let's Let's meet together and decide what is right.
See, if you're a genuine child of God, you can't soil yourself without something inside telling you that something's not right. And though we often underestimate the stench of our own sin, we all know deep down that we, uh, we can't get away with it for very long. Sure won't outrun it. So daily check that rear view mirror and then let dad do what perfect dads do. But for now, let's memorize together what we'll personalize alone. Say it with me. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Well, thanks for listening in. Why don't you join us on a Sunday morning? If you'd like more information about the church, just point your browser to hisplacechurch.com. Until next time, may the Lord bless you, keep you, and make his face shine upon you.